is James Poblano, starting pitcher for the Acadia Peregrines, back with another episode of 352 Means Everything, your MLN Acadia Peregrine podcast. Obviously, we aren't done with session four yet. It's the bottom of the second. It's still 0-0 for us, and we are batting. But why am I doing another episode? Well, this is the bonus episode that I talked about in episode three when I talked with Quaddy J. In that, you'll notice that my microphone that I used for that is not the one that I'm using right now. Turns out I had Zoom set to use my internal microphone on my laptop, which means that it uses the one that's right next to the webcam, and it doesn't sound nearly as good as it does when I use this microphone. That's my faux pas. This is me kind of making up for it. Also me kind of filling a little bit of time because, well, I'm not pitching this game, so I have a little bit more time on my hands. I do need to run our Twitter account a little bit as well, so look for some stuff to go out about that soon too. This is my chance to just kind of talk for a little while, talk about different things that I want to discuss. I do have a couple of questions from some peregrines that I will answer. Otherwise, I think I'm just going to talk at you guys for a little bit, let you listen to me discuss. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to discuss a couple of things kind of at the start of my fake baseball, fake number ball, fake sports kind of career, mainly looking at MLM, kind of how that is all gone and discuss that a little bit, give a little bit of background information, and it gives me a chance to kind of reflect on everything that has happened so far. Before I do that, I do want to give a big thanks to the guests that I've had so far on 352 Means Everything. George, our GM, faithful member of the Peregrine since day one, was my guest on the first episode. Huge thanks to George. He and I have had discussions as well about FCF when we were doing a podcast there for that quarantine, COVID, all that stuff has gotten gotten in the way of that. Maybe we'll get back to doing that. So again, George, thank you for coming on. Thank you for talking about the Peregrines. It's always good to talk to you about that. So always welcome back. Will, you're on with episode two. Big thanks to you for doing that. You had just kind of joined the clubhouse. We're kind of feeling some things out. Reached out to me. We're open to discussing stuff. Very happy to have you on. We had a nice conversation about a variety of things. So that was good. Finally, Quaddy J, again, same kind of thing as Will, reached out to me saying, hey, if you need a guest, you're certainly welcome to reach out to me about it. I did when I didn't really quite know who I was going to talk to after our third game, partially because we didn't really want to talk about how that game had gone. That's kind of how this has come together. To each of you, thank you. I'm really appreciative. If anybody wants to come on the show in the future, please don't hesitate to reach out. I don't try to be intimidating. If I am, I apologize. Really, it's just a good opportunity for you to kind of come on and we can have a nice little conversation about stuff. I don't use video partially because it's my own personal choice. Like if you've ever seen me ride Zwift on Twitch, I wear a backwards baseball cap. I have sunglasses on. Can't really see that much of me. So it does make it a little bit harder to have a good natural kind of flowing conversation like you would hope to have in a interview or conversational type podcast. We make it work as best we can. I've used Zoom in the past. Going forward, I may try using Zencaster because that looks like it might just work a little bit better. Plus, I've heard good things about it. Obviously, Zoom, I had a little bit of a faux pas with my internal microphone on my laptop, but that was a user error. That was not a software or hardware error. But Zoom is also only limited to one host and one guest for an unlimited amount of time. Zencaster, at least for right now, looks like it is open to doing one host, and unlimited number of guests. So if we want to have a couple of people on to discuss some stuff as well, first of all, 
let me know. Second, we'll probably try to use Zencaster for that. That's again my big thank to the guests that I've had so far. A little bit of plug for anybody who is thinking about coming on and wants to discuss some stuff. Certainly the first two episodes with George and Will were longer. They were longer than an hour. Don't think that that needs to be that long. My conversation with Quaddy was shorter than that. Don't feel like you need to put out 60, 75, 90 minutes out of your day at some point to have a conversation with me. We can do it a little bit shorter. What we could do is we could also have a couple of people talk with me at different times and I could put them together if we want. This certainly does not need to be that long of a podcast. Please don't try to compare it to 1 to 1000 that Pops and Poe put together. They're discussing every game from the session that just ended, discussing every game from the session coming up. We have one of each, and they've usually got two or three guests as well, so they've got more people that will just have more things to say. Don't feel like you need to come on and commit 60 to 90 minutes to this. We do discuss a little bit of stuff kind of beforehand before we get recording, just to kind of warm up. There will be a little bit of time there. Certainly don't come in thinking that you need to devote 90 minutes to this. Like, no. If you have a time constriction, let me know. We can work around it. That's the plug for the podcast, participating. Thanks again to the guests beforehand. Moving forward. Okay, I'm going to look at, like, I briefly went back and look at, okay, when did I join Discord? When was my first, I had to go back into the fake baseball or MLR Discord server to see when my first message was. I initially joined Discord and fake baseball. That was the first server that I joined. That was why I created a Discord account. I joined and created on November 8th, 2017, almost exactly three years ago today, two days afterwards. Kind of exciting. Very interesting to think about looking at my first message in the Peregrine server. That came about two weeks later, I think on November 23rd, 2017, as we were just kind of sorting everything out with our first lineup. I think we played the Nationals in our first game. That's kind of where that came from. Yeah, it's been three years of having my account, being in some sort of fake sport, and then just under three years so far for this server. Looking at specifically MLN, in May of 2018, that is when we made the move to join MLN. Uh, we were kind of one of the first like original teams to do so. Jeff talked to us about it, and it was pretty straightforward. It's like, yeah, let's go do that. This seems just fine. Like I am now, and not very active in the MLN main, I was not that active in the MLR mains. I enjoyed the people in our clubhouse and didn't really feel like a need to stay in one or the other was certainly going to try to provide a little bit of input as we worked to develop MLN, but was not going to be anybody trying to lead the charge in terms of developing ranges or developing how they went about doing stuff. It's like, if I had an opportunity to provide a bit of commentary, I would, but it was not something that I was going to necessarily say, oh, hey, these are my thoughts, and I think I want to try to do this and go forward with that. This was never going to be something that I had that much of a investment in in terms of creating something but i'm certainly willing to participate as you guys have seen as you've been a part of the peregrine clubhouse or just part of mln in general may of 2018 is kind of when mln started when we started participating in this new league we were the peregrines from the beginning it was great we haven't ever had to rebrand so that's been really nice looking at 
the stat sheets from season two onward, they've used abbreviations, so ACP for us, for Acadia Peregrines, always at the beginning. Super easy to find it, nice and easy. It's great. Season one, we were Peregrines, but that was fine enough to be able to try to find. Looking at my first season, overall, I had a very, very good season, a 467, 529, 800 triple slash, that's a 1329 OPS. I think that was top in our team. Overall, it's very, very good. But looking at our start to the inaugural season in MLN, we were 0-2 going into our game against the Vancouver Vampires. I didn't have a hit. I think I only played in one of the first two games anyway. I was never that prolific in MLR and didn't really see the need to force my way into the lineup and replay. Oh, hey, I always want to play. I was totally fine taking time off. It's the same kind of way as I'm okay not pitching every game. I think I played in one of the first two games, didn't get a hit, didn't get on base. And then at the first part, first half, whatever, first five and a half innings of game three, still hadn't gotten a hit. I came up, we were down one nothing, I believe, and came up with a runner on. Daz was our umpire for that game, so it's like, okay, still somebody who's got a big role in the league. Stan had walked to get on, still part of our team. Before Stan, George had gotten out, so still like three people in our team who are still there today. Very interesting to kind of go back and look at it. The date of the actual pitch and swing that I submitted for this was July 8th, 2018. Every 4th of July up until like this year, I have gone up to visit my folks and spend the 4th of July with them. The 8th, I think, was probably a Sunday. So that is me driving back home and getting the pitch kind of around midday. It was like two, it was like 12.30-something, 12.50-something. Afternoon, I had pulled off to get gas, probably go to the bathroom, and maybe get a snack. Turns out I had also gotten a pitch, so okay, I can swing now. We certainly had not had that much scouting, if you are familiar at all with what we've gotten now. We didn't have that really kind of back then. I was driving. I was not concerned really about looking at scouting that much. So I'm thinking that I just put this number in, pinged Daz in the MLO main and said, hey, I've swung. Cool. Got in the car. I got back on the road. Started making my way home. About half an hour later, I start getting pings from Discord. And just they're kind of lighting up my phone as I'm driving. So I pull over. I'm like, okay, what is it going on? I'm looking at they're all They're all very positive pings. So turns out I had hit a walk-off home run for us to win our first game ever in, or get our first victory in MLM. That was my first hit, my first home run. It was just like, oh my goodness. It was... Something that I think I'm going to remember for a while, at least as long as I am associated with fake sports on Discord and Reddit, because it was such a confluence of like positive emotions, I think for a lot of us, because we had not won a game yet in MLN. I had not personally been doing very well in MLN, but was enjoying being with the guys, being with the team. So it was like, okay, well, I'm here, but I'm not contributing at all. This was definitely a contribution for me and that was really fun that was a very exciting thing to have and it made the drive home which probably was 
at least five more hours, it made the drive home that much better, which is really nice. That first walk-off home run, I'm probably going to remember that for a while, which, looking externally, oh hey, you remember winning a number-guessing game and doing it really well? Like, well, yeah, that sounds kind of weird, but it was definitely something that's been important to me in terms of the stuff that I've done kind of since then. I've been active in MLN, MLR, big college football, I'm back there again, and then because I was active in MLN and with the Peregrines, we've now got a server for OOTP, we've got an online league with that that I actually helped run a little bit, so that came about because of being present in Peregrine's Clubhouse, so it was kind of like, oh, okay, no, I think I'm going to stick with this because I hit the walk-off home run. It's always nice when you do something good, it's like playing golf. If you finish on a good hole, yeah, you're probably going to play again. Same kind of thing, hey, you hit a walk-off home run, yeah, I think I can stick around for the season. Turned out I ended up doing really, really well. That season I only had, or my only two home runs that I've hit in MLM. That was also the season where we had buffs, so as somebody with one power, hitting a home run was a big deal because that ended up buffing my power up, and then all of your ensuing ranges improve as well. I certainly benefited from that, and over a 500 OBP, an 800 slugging was great. Looking at kind of comparing that to season two, I only had one stolen base in season one, so that was kind of interesting. Definitely just like a wow, that was a great season for me. I really enjoyed that. It, I obviously contributed a bunch, and that kind of solidified me at least participating for probably another season or two pretty easily. It's like, okay, yeah, I just had a great season. Yeah, of course I'll stick around for another one. I don't see why not. This was fun. I enjoy the folks in the clubhouse. Cool. Yeah, I can definitely do that. Speaking of season two, that was really our first big off season between seasons in fake number guessing sports. So we saw some people come in, some people leave. Just kind of adjusting to that same kind of thing in terms of figuring out like, okay, what roles are people going to have within the team? Who is going to be kind of in the lineup every single day? Who's going to be kind of in and out? And having just had the season that I had, I think Jeff was like, okay, yeah, we're going to try to get you in kind of as much as we can because you played really well. I still had a good offensive season. I didn't have as good of a season as I had the previous one, I think partially. We were figuring out buffs, getting rid of buffs during that, so that was certainly part of it because the buffs helped me out a bunch having hit a home run and then that increases your ranges. It was great. Looking at how I did offensively, not nearly as good. Certainly didn't have a 1300 OPS, certainly didn't have a 500 OBP. Dougalunt and I led the team in stolen bases. We each had eight. Dougal only had one caught stealing. Good for him. I had two. Season two was really fun. It was very much a speedy verb double renaissance where Hey, you get on first, you steal second. And we did that a lot, and it was really fun. And it kept the team kind of engaged and certainly kept me engaged. Like, okay, you get on base, you kind of just hang out some in this if you're not going to go steal. But if you're going to steal, it's like, okay, you swing, you get on base, and then you try to steal second. That's really kind of two engagements instead of one. So it felt really, really good when you got to do that and really brought about the Beady Bird persona that we kind of developed. So that was really cool. We certainly didn't make the playoffs, we didn't have that great of a year, but season two was also really, really fun and just kind of cool to do. Looking at season three was a struggle for us, was a struggle for me. I didn't have nearly the offensive season that I had hoped to have based on the previous two, and we were kind of getting low and needed a pitcher, so at kind of like the halfway point, 
I talked with Jeff and ended up switching to pitcher, and I did fine. I wasn't great. I contributed. I ate some innings. I did what I could, really just kind of help us get through the rest of the season. That's really where that came from. Season three is when I switched from hitter to pitcher. Neither of those were that important, that impressive, that remarkable. Season four, last season, switched to starter because like, okay, hey, we needed another starter. It was Miss Bats, True Pierce, and myself, and True kind of wanted to be a closer, is still our closer. So I was like, well, I guess I need to be a starting pitcher then. Didn't have that great of a season. Definitely had times where I got, got lit up, caught in the middle of struggling at times. Just kind of unfortunate. I know I gave up some home runs, so that didn't feel great. I mean, looking at the last session that I just pitched, kind of similar to that at times where it's like, okay, you'd hit a little bit, but could get out of most stuff. But then depending on how stuff kind of worked around the home run that you're probably going to give up, it was either a, oh, hey, you gave up a solo home run and that's all you did, or, well, you let a guy or two on beforehand and then you gave up a home run. Yeah, that makes it look a lot worse. Fortunately, that was just a solo shot that I gave up last time. Season four, there were a fair amount of, I don't think, of, I think, non-solo shots so not great but kind of is what it is and season four same kind of thing not great but it is what it is still here enjoy that was very much okay i enjoy being part of the clubhouse i enjoy kind of the folks who have been there since the beginning or the folks who have been here since season two and there are a decent amount of them definitely just enjoy that that's kind of why i've hung around season five is just like okay yeah i mean this is what i do i kind of have a point to prove in terms of pitching which i think i've done better so far and it's only been two starts there's probably at least five more that i'm going to get we'll see how that goes it's been pretty good so far obviously we're in the middle of season two right now we're one and two as i talked about with quaddy we haven't really gotten blown out in any of them we got shut out the last game that never feels good it's like okay we had at least 18 batters come up we had 18 outs to work with we couldn't get anything across it's a little frustrating understandable but this kind of is what it is again we've gotten shut out so far so kind of is what it is it was only one time and we still only gave up three runs, which is pretty good. It wasn't like we had an 8 nothing loss, 6-1 loss. We haven't had anything like that, so that's been good. Lots of time left in the season for us to bounce back and move forward with, so that's kind of the hope here, so we'll see what happens. So now that we've kind of discussed what I kind of wanted to, which was, again, let's look at, okay, my path through fake baseball, fake the beginning of kind of like fake baseball career, what we've been going on there. Kind of glossed over MLR because, well, it's MLR. This is not an MLR podcast. This is MLN. So let's look at MLN. Let's kind of look at the stuff that I kind of remember, especially from season one, kind of why I've hung around, why I'm still here, why I why I enjoy doing it. And again, that's because the clubhouse is really, really fun to be in. And we are not certainly the most active clubhouse ever, but we don't need to be. It's very much, okay, this is something we do as a hobby. It's not something that we devote our life's work to. This is something that we kind of do on the side and we can hop in and out and talk to folks, and we've discussed some pretty serious stuff in our clubhouse, but it's not something that, hey, this is a make or break for, at least not for me, I don't think for anybody else really, so that's kind of why I've stuck around. It's fun, I've enjoyed it, I've got friends in the clubhouse now because of this, so that's why. Let's move on to a couple of questions that I got, and then I think we're going to try to get out of here. Question one, don't know who this is from, how much do you bike per week? This probably comes off the back of on Sunday, I did a Zwift Fondo and stream that on Twitch. I plug that in our video games channel on the Peregrine server. So that was probably just over 115 minutes of biking, including the warm-up. And the ride itself took under 100 minutes, but you warm up beforehand and then do a little bit after it just kind of cooled down. Overall, per week, probably two to five hours, depending on what else I've got going on. If I 
really have the opportunity to kind of try to ride almost every day or every day. It'll probably get up to five, seven, eight hours, depending on what I'm doing. If I'm doing like a race or if I try to set myself some kind of goal on a route, it may be a little bit more. But if I'm doing a workout, usually those are 50 to 75 minutes. Do that two or three times per week. Yeah, you'll be in the two to three hour range. If I do it five or six times a week, I'll get five to seven hours. How much do I bike? Probably two to five hours per week. Question two, this is from John Thomas. So, and he's asked one similar to this when we talked with Quaddy. John's really trying to like dive into childhood of me and whoever else is on the podcast. So the question is, you're a kid, you just woke up on Saturday morning and no one is home. What cartoon, show, movie are you going to put on the TV? And what is for breakfast? I'm going to start with the latter half, breakfast. So most likely if it is Saturday and if nobody's home, then I will probably do like an egg waffle, some milk, maybe some orange juice. And if I'm a kid, probably a banana. I don't eat bananas as much with breakfast now. Sometimes they may be like a mid-morning snack. I had bananas a lot growing up as a kid, I think. Eggo waffle with syrup. Also, microwave the syrup to warm it up. Some people don't do that. Some people also keep their syrup in the fridge, which then it's like cold. But I like warm syrup on a warm waffle, warm syrup on pancakes. Eggo waffle, warm syrup, milk, maybe some orange juice, and a banana. And then what is going on the TV would probably be the cartoon show Doug or Recess, because those are great shows. Both of them are on Disney Plus now. I've been working my way through recesses I talked about with Quaddy. I've not watched any Doug yet, but those are the two that are really kind of in my head, especially for Saturday morning cartoons. Those would be the ones that I would watch. It would be breakfast of Eggo, syrup, milk, juice, banana, and then recess and the show Doug on the TV. Those are all the questions that I got. That's okay. I appreciated getting the questions that I did. As always, for the Peregrines, there is a form in our clubhouse now that you can submit stuff to. You can say whether or not it's for just me, for just my guest, for everybody. You can say, okay, whether or not you can say who had sent it, or you can keep it anonymous, which is fine. It also keeps stuff a little bit of a secret from my guests, which is great, because like episode two will look through some stuff. And it's like, I get that, but you can also be kind of like prepared. And I enjoyed surprising Quaddy with a couple of questions that I had for episode three. So hopefully keep using the forms. That's great. If you are using something where you can rate and review this podcast, which is probably just Apple Podcasts, which I don't think I'm actually out on yet, so never mind. Please, again, subscribe to this. This should go out to basically every big listening platform out there for podcasts. So I use Overcast because there's like a smart gap filler. Like it'll fill out the blank spaces when somebody is not talking, if there's no sound in the background. So it'll do that. It is good for subscribing to podcasts that you can pick whether or not you want to save one, three, five of the most recent episodes. It automatically like will delete stuff for you. I've really enjoyed Overcast. We're on Overcast. I'm on Spotify. Anchor is obviously how I put this out. So it's out on that as well. It's out there. Tell your friends your family if you really want to if you want to have them listening to some random person talking about a number guessing game that you play on the internet but hey i mean i think i do an okay job on a podcast if not please let me know as always if you got questions send them in if you got comments send them in anchor does have a voicemail feature so if you want to submit a voice question you can also do that if you have questions about doing that reach out to me don't hesitate to do that i would love to include somebody's question via voice at some point i'll still try to figure out how to coordinate everything for it but if you want to include a voice question, hit me up. We can get that set up. Otherwise, until next time, after session four, this has been Homies Poblano on 352 Means Everything. Go Speedy Burbs. Everybody be safe. Wash your hands. Wear a mask. Just be nice to folks. It's not that hard. Have a great night, everybody.